Well, this episode of Juice Crew Radio is brought to you by Try Best, making healthy living easy. Well, welcome. Welcome to Juice Guru Radio. Discover what the magic and power of juicing can do for you. And now, your host, best-selling author of The Complete Idiot's Guide to Juice Fasting, Steve Prusak. Well, all right, I'm Steve Prusak. Welcome to the show. We've got so much to do and, well, so little time. We've got Athena Pond coming up after the break founder of Athena's Vegan Odyssey. We're going to hear all about her journey to making it cool to be vegan, eating more plant foods. That's what it's all about. So get yourself a juice, some tea or water, and we'll be back right after this with Athena Pond. Did you know you can make a great living in the hottest new business trend today? The Juice Guru Certification Program is the world's first online course to give you the knowledge and marketing skills to excel as a juicing coach and start making money in no time. Find out more at juicecoachtraining.com. Juice Guru Radio. All right, welcome back to the show. we got Athena Pond. I said she's the founder of Athena's Vegan Odyssey. Her new book, It's Cool to Be Vegan. It's a children's book available now on Amazon. Her website, athenasveganodyssey.com. Yeah, we talk about juices. We talk about eating healthy. And we talk about eating the nutrient-rich foods. Let's welcome to the show right now, Athena Pond. Thanks. Thanks so much for having me. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for being here, Athena. I love, you know, we're not supposed to put on that voice as radio, but you know, I like to bring it out sometimes. And your name just lends to it. I love the name Athena Pond. Thank you. And, you know, rem- okay, so <laughs> it was the who, Athena. I can't, you know, I remember back in seventh grade, I used to listen to that song and I'm like, Athena. So tell us about your journey and what brought you to eating, you know, the vegan diet. Where were you before and how did you get to where you are now? Yeah, so I grew up just on the basic American diet, um, meat, dairy, fast food, my general breakfast as a teenager was a Diet Coke, um, and everything was fine for most of my life. I was able to eat that way without um, too much of a problem. But in 1992, I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia and began a life of basically chronic pain and fatigue um, that really threw me for a loop. That went on for years. I just sort of worked through it, learned to live with it. Um, as some of you probably know, there's not a lot of treatment for that. So you just sort of adapt. Um, and then in 2016, I started getting really sick and feeling worse and worse and losing energy and sort of took a turn. And, and often that's just a phase in fibromyalgia, but it didn't go away. In 2017, I was really sick and couldn't couldn't even stay awake during the day. I would get up in the morning, have breakfast, and by ele- do some work. By 11, I was ready to go back to bed for the day, <laughs> get up for dinner, go to bed, sleep through the night. It was really awful and um, started having heart palpitations and um, my heart was fluttering, skipping, strange arrhythmia. So I finally went to the doctor and um, my blood pressure was off the charts. She was really concerned, put me on medication before I even left the office and uh, started doing tests. So I I think I've now had every test under the sun from EKGs. um, At one point, you know, she was testing my liver. I had a brain scan at one point, uh, diagnostic mammograms, nothing 
came back with any diagnosis, but she had put me on uh, three different medications, six pills a day, and just basically sent me home and said, just take this medication. We'll just have to deal with this and treat your symptoms. Um, but I, I couldn't stay awake. I was miserable and really at a loss as to what to do. So one day, I think it was a Saturday, sitting on the couch trying to stay awake and decided to watch What the Health on Netflix. And I had really never heard about or looked into the plant-based diet, veganism, any of that. And that movie was such an awakening. It really opened my eyes to not only what I was doing to my health by eating the way that I was, um, but what was happening to animals, which I absolutely love and the environment and all of the things that that documentary teaches. And I remember at the end of it, just being floored and looking at my husband and saying, um, I have to go vegan. And he looked at me and said, okay, I'll do it with you. <laughs> so, so we just decided right then we went over to the refrigerator and the cupboard and cleared out every single animal product we had, um, gave it to my youngest daughter who had no interest in going vegan and um, just bought a bunch of plant food. And, and I think, you know, that first day we were both convinced that our life was going to be full of uh, celery sticks and carrots <laughs> and but I was willing to do it if it meant I would feel better and um, started learning about what we could eat and what we could do and what we found out was that uh, the vegan lifestyle is full of amazing food um, really really great things to eat and uh, I think we've been eating better now than we ever have in our life as far as quality and taste of food and you were saying that wasn't even that long ago. Was that, do you say 2017 or was yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. July of 2017 is, is the day that we, we did it mm. and we've never gone back. Just over a year and just like that, over, basically overnight. Wow, that's, I've yeah. seen that documentary. It is powerful. It shows you the power of, you know, what a documentary like, like that can do. It just completely yeah. changed your life. So you and your husband watched it and completely made the transition. And then it opened up your eyes to, wow, well, what can I make now? And then you're realizing, wow, that it can actually taste pretty amazing too. Yeah, as soon as you detoxify your body and your taste buds change, I mean, plants taste amazing. They taste better than any dessert that you could have. And, and what we learned is anything that you used to eat, um, you can make vegan. And so we haven't suffered for one day. <laughs> it's been a really great journey. Oh, that's true. That's true. Anything you eat can be made plant-based and tastes just as good, if not better, I think, in some cases. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. So and you feel better. And, uh, and your daughter, but she, you didn't get her to watch the documentary. So it's like we can't always inspire those around us to start making better choices, can we? Not always. Now, she, she is, I, I have hope for her, <laughs> but she's uh, not, not a vegetable lover at this point. But um, my oldest daughter did go vegan and my mom and my aunts oh. and I, I think it's about 16 people in my life, including some neighbors and that I, even just that I know of that have gone vegan based on um, hearing about my journey in the blog. So oh, that's, that's really amazing. Wow. Yeah. Just from the blog. See? Yeah. So yep. we just talk about a spark and it grows. That's amazing. 
Um, and so what led to the book? So it's called, it's cool to, it's cool to be vegan. And yes. this was written for children. So yep. tell us a little about the book. Do you have a copy there? I do. It's, this is the book and you can find it on Amazon. If you're listening on the radio, she's holding up a, a blue book or aqua. Green. Yeah. Yeah. And it's got uh, cute little farm animals and really nice illustrations. And I'm guessing, did you add, did you draw, did you hire an illustrator? How'd that work? No, actually my youngest daughter um, is really good at illustration. And so she agreed to do the illustrations for me. And honestly, they're the best part of the book. They're just adorable. We wanted it to be uh, warm and inviting and kid friendly. And she really nailed that. So awesome. Awesome. So what was the intention behind the book? Well, as I said, my oldest daughter did go vegan, and she is about to have my first grandchild on December 13th, and um, we realized that, you know, we'd be raising him vegan from the beginning, and I got to thinking about that and how hard that would be, you know, what I imagine how hard it would be for a young child to go to school and have a different lunch than everybody else and go to a birthday party and have to say, Oh, sorry, I can't have a piece of the birthday cake and not be able to eat the same thing that their friends are eating. And, you know, it's hard enough to be a kid without having something so different going on in your life. And so I just thought, well, I could write this book about why it's cool to be vegan so that he can read that and, and know all the reasons that he can articulate when someone asked him and, he can feel really good about his choice uh, to eat plant-based. So now what age is this geared for? Cause some I've seen some children's books that can be very graphic and uh, scary. <laughs> I know because my wife yeah. was looking at one for my stepson at one point and what, how intense is the messaging when it comes yeah, to animals well, and all? Yeah, I've seen those books too. And I, I really wanted to go a little bit lighter than that. We do address, you know, um, the, the reasons why, which of course have to include animal cruelty, but it's very, very light. And it's mostly based on the, the positive aspects. And even though we say, you know, vegans don't eat or do anything that harms an animal, the, the gist is about all the good things you can do as a vegan, like caring for the environment and your body and, um, you know, loving and respecting animals, saving animals. It's not a dark book at all. Awesome. So the age range would be? Yeah, I say probably like three to eight. Now, of course, a three-year-old wouldn't be able to read it, but I think the pictures are so sweet and fun that a parent could easily read that book to a younger child. But, um, you know, up to an eight-year-old could certainly read it on their own and I think really enjoy it. And where's the best place that someone can pick up a copy of the book? Um, the book's on Amazon, so you just can uh, put in the search. It's cool to be vegan, and it should come up there. It's available in print and Kindle. Nice. So it kind of started with your own family that, you know, I, I want to help with my grandchild. And, and yeah. then realizing this can actually help a lot of people and to teach their kids about why we might want to eat more plant foods, if not all plant foods. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think through the blog and the book, it's been really great to be able to share because, you know, I've loved animals my whole life. And I, I think it's what, you know, most Americans who do eat meat 
um, you know, you block that out. You think you just compartmentalize uh, animal suffering and that animals are dying for your food. And, and you, it's so normalized in our society that you, you know, you can care about animals and, you know, cry during an ASPA ad and yet then go have a steak. And, you know, you don't even really look at the incongruity between those things. Um, because I think from birth, you know, we're just taught not to look at it. And so once I did and had to face that, I think, you know, there are so many aspects of veganism, uh, loving animals and wanting to live in line with those ethics. When I learned about uh, what being a vegan does for the environment, it's really one of the most impactful things you can do for the environment and the world. Uh, you, it's amazing when we, when we learn about how much water and grain and, and land it takes to raise the animals that we slaughter for food and just reversing that, how that can give us back so many good things in the environment. Uh, not to mention the amount of grain that we use to feed animals could feed, you know, starving people all over the world. You just really want to share that message and get that out there and, and tell people that it's not only about health, which is so important, and, you know, you can reverse your health conditions and live a much better quality of life, but you can also impact the environment and the world um, by living a plant-based lifestyle, and that was really important to me. So it's been over a year that you and your husband have gone down this path, and what other changes have you noticed with your health and just other things in your life? Yeah, I, so as soon as I detoxed, which happened fairly quickly, you know, it was a few days of my body just going, what the heck are you doing? Where's my Diet Coke? <laughs> you know, you, you start to feel great and you start to, your mind becomes more clear and you have more energy. And I've been able to get off almost every single medication. I'm down from six pills a day to one pill a day. Um, feeling so much better, so many issues that I was having medically have cleared up uh, just from changing that. And uh, it, you know, it's it's a lifestyle that has been I thought would be hard, but it's actually been so easy and so rewarding that there's there's no chance I would ever go back. And you know, I just hope that I can share with others about that, and and especially through this children's book share with kids, you know, why they can be proud of being vegan if they want to be vegan. And they can understand all the aspects of it that they can share with their friends, you know, so it's not such a weird stigma. What can you say, have there been any challenges along the journey? Well, I think probably the biggest challenge that I've had, I don't think that it it came from giving up animal products because that really wasn't challenging once I did it. I think it's challenging to travel. Airports are not vegan friendly. So that's been uh, challenging. I think explaining it to people is challenging because a lot of people don't understand um, veganism very well. And I think, uh, you know, being invited over to someone's house who doesn't know you or are going to a party and not being able to eat anything there because there's nothing vegan, those kinds of things. But those are so minor, you know, when you think about the benefits and, and the ethics that you're living under that it's no big deal. 
And what about restaurants? We're spoiled. I mean, I'm here in Los Angeles and we've got vegan yeah. restaurants everywhere. We've got juice bars on every corner. And, you know, sometimes we forget. I'll be visiting the East Coast for the holidays and I'll, I'll have yeah. a glimpse of it. But what, what, and what about around Nashville? Like, are there vegan restaurants or are you able to find meals? There are a few really good vegan restaurants here, but it, Nashville is definitely behind the curve. They're coming along, but it's uh, very difficult uh, to find vegan food here. So what you learn to do is sort of modify uh, things in, in other restaurants that you go to. You learn you know, what you can eat on the menu. You do a lot of Googling before you get there, you know, how to eat vegan at such and such, and um, you get a list of the things you can do. And and pretty much everywhere you go, there's something. Uh, there's a lot of barbecue here, so that's a little more challenging because even the vegetables are cooked in uh, in meat stock. So there are definitely places I can't go. But I, I have been other places um, in the south and also on the east coast uh, that it's been very difficult. And what about some staples? Like, are there certain meals that you love to make? Or it's like, what do you kind of eat on a daily basis kind of thing? Because some people might think it's daunting and, you know, how can I make it feasible in this busy world, you know? Yeah, for sure. That's something that we've shared with um, friends and neighbors that have wanted to try this lifestyle. I think um, it's actually been easier. It's been so great to just be able to come home and, you know, what are we going to have for dinner? And we just throw together an amazing salad. You know, you put in a can of black beans and cut up an avocado and some vegetables and, and you've got this amazing filling dinner. Um, we've had some really great pasta dishes. There's just literally endless amounts of, of options that you can find on Pinterest and online and, you know, massive amounts of blogs with recipes of the most delicious, you know, we've had macaroni and cheese. We've, I mean, just you name it, we figured out how to make it. Nacho cheese, the Mexican night, you know, whatever you can, whatever you can think of, you can absolutely make. And it's really not that hard. I think as hard as it is in restaurants, sometimes there's a lot of options now in the grocery stores. So, um, you know, it's, it's even, it even makes shopping faster because you only have to go around the perimeter of the store instead of through the whole store, because that's where the healthy stuff is. So you never have to go down, you know, the candy aisle and the ice cream aisle and all of those aisles that you used to go down, you just go to produce and, um, you know, you can even find if you want to have substitute meats, there's substitute meats that you can get really easily in the grocery store. So, um, there's ways to do it inexpensively. You can, it's been, it, it's really good. And there's a lot of articles online that people can find to learn how to shop and how to shop inexpensively too, if they're worried about that. Well, this next question, we have a program, where we certify people to become certified juice therapists. And uh, so for them, what, what was it like for you to break out and, you know, build a business around this, you know, create a blog and now publish a book. Maybe you can talk about what led to that decision and, you know, living the life of an entrepreneur. Well, I think the blog really came out of, I, I think it was a really vulnerable place where I just felt compelled to share. And I felt like I wanted, um, not exactly accountability, but I wanted to share it with the people who cared about me and I wanted them to know what was going on with my life. And, 
um, why I had been so absentee. So it sort of started that way. It wasn't meant to be necessarily an entrepreneurial journey, um, but it became that as people started writing me and saying, oh, my parents just brought me all their food. They're going vegan because of you or, you know, we've decided to be vegan. Thanks for sharing. And, you know, you've really inspired me. And I realized uh, that I could help people, which is something that I have done in my previous life and was really excited about being able to continue. So uh, setting up the blog, you know, anyone can do that. I wasn't a blogger. I wasn't, you know, particularly tech savvy on building websites, but it's not that hard. And uh, writing the book was actually a real joy, especially being able to do it with my daughter. Um, So I would just encourage anyone, you know, that is interested in getting certified in your, in your juice class and sharing this work with people that it's so important. And there's so many people now that are looking for ways to save their health and, uh, learn about this, and I would say go for it. Anyone can do it. I yeah, technology it. makes it easier than ever, too. It used to be that, yeah, you you know, in the 80s, you'd have to have a lot of money to invest in info products and, you know, and really get your message on. Now it's so easy for anyone to, to really uh, spark a revolution. We had a question from Diane here in the community, and uh, she's in the inner circle for Juice Guru. She wants to know, is there a book for adults on the horizon? Well, maybe. So I have another children's book that I'm working on with my daughter and then a book for teenagers um, would be next. I really um, have a passion to see. I wish that I had known about this earlier and not done so much damage to my body. And we have such a problem now with uh, teenage obesity and early onset diabetes. I just really feel a passion about getting that out to teenagers, but I would love to do a book for adults after that. Well, before we close out the show here, any final words or any message you wanted to get out that we didn't get to share during the interview? It's Athena Pond. Again, the book is It's Cool to Be Vegan. I give her a minute to think about the question, but the website is athenasveganodyssey.com. But don't worry, we'll have the, the link to that at the show notes under uh, Juice Guru Radio, where all the shows are. And um, but Athena, yeah, the final question really I like to close with is anything uh, to share, any final words of wisdom or advice to those that haven't made the leap to vegan? Because a lot of our people are drinking the juices and they're looking to get healthier and uh, this might be a path for them. Yeah, I would say if you're already juicing, you're, you're halfway there and you already know the benefits of what plants and, and nutrition can do for your body, I would say go for it. I there's a blog on my website called 10 Reasons to Go Vegan if they want to read that. And those talk a lot about not just the health aspects, but the environmental um, aspects, the world aspects, animal cruelty. There are so many reasons to go vegan. Um, you know, I would just say if you haven't done it, you should totally go for it. It's worth it. And as another action step, what would be like one of the first books or blogs you looked at to get some? I know you've got some really good recipes up on your site. Um, Any books for the table that you might recommend? Yeah, I really like, it's a little bit um, large of a book, but I love the How Not to Die book. Um, It's, you know, half of it is recipes and stuff, so it's not as bad and an appendix. It's not as daunting as it looks when you first pick it up. And the writing style is really um, easy to read. 
And what I like about that is if you have a specific disease that you are struggling with, you can go just to that chapter. So you don't even have to necessarily read the whole book. Um, there's a book called Main Street Vegan that's really good that kind of eases you in if you don't you know, feel like you're going to just jump in like we did that very day. Really helpful. There's so much out there. I love the Hot for Food blog. Um, that doesn't taste like chicken. That she has a ton of really great, um, easy recipes like comfort foods, and if you want to ease yourself in that way too. So it's unlimited out there. Nice. It's Athena Pond right here on Just Crew Radio. Athena, thank you for taking the time and being on the show today. We really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I loved being here. Thank you. I'm Steve Prusak, and guess what? We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Juice Guru Radio. Find out more about us at JuiceGuruRadio.com. Until next time, get your juice on.